You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Pack with Dallas Morning News, here today to talk about the first week of spring training. Right now, as I'm recording this, it is Sunday afternoon before the Rangers play their game that they have today. Um, and I'm going to talk about the first six games that have been going on, what's important, what are things you need to look out for. Um, it's just going to be me today. I'll be back tomorrow. Um, maybe solo, maybe with Grant. Well, that remains to be seen. Probably talk a little bit about what to look for this week um, as we move into week two of games of spring training. Been able to watch most of the games on MLB TV, which has been nice. I'm very upset that the one game that I didn't really get to watch almost any of, except for random phone-recorded highlights from the Rangers social media account, is the game Thursday against the Padres, the one that I most wanted to see. Um, they had McKenzie Core, their top project prospect, going. Um, he had a no-hitter through, or no-hit through two innings, but did walk three and struck out two. I'm sure he looked, his stuff looked pretty amazing, um, but doesn't matter. We will get to the important stuff, and the important stuff, number one, first and foremost, is Joey Gallo. I mean, did you really think that this is going to start any other way? <laughs> but Joey Gallo has been fantastic through the first few games of spring training. He has been hitting bombs like crazy. He had three home runs in his first three games. On Saturday, he did not have a home run, which is the first game this spring he has not had a home run, um, which is kind of wild and fun. But he talked a lot about it. I mean, it's it's the first week of spring training, so it's not really all that important, you know, unless it is. Uh, this week, Evan Grant wrote an article about Joey Gallo and the home runs and how, you know, it doesn't really mean something unless it does, which is exactly what I'm saying. But that's because I've been listening to Evan, reading Evan long enough to know that when he says something, it's definitely worth listening to. So a lot of what he got off to last year was a terrible start. It was... He was in a bad place mentally. Things just weren't working out for him. And so he's talked a lot about in this article about the importance of keeping a positive mentality, not letting getting too down on himself. He and Willie Calhoun are sharing a home in spring training. So they're making a habit of positively encouraging each other while they're there, which I think and hope will carry out throughout carry on throughout the season. Now Willie hasn't had as great a start to the spring the first week of spring training, but you know, it's the first week of spring training, and I am not at all worried about that. But I am a little excited about what Joey Gallo has been able to do. This is what Gallo had to say about um, last year and this first week. I didn't really perform last year, Gallo said. I wanted to get up, get out, and make up for that start, um, performing again and feeling like I'm back on track. For me, it is spring training, but there are they are important at bats. It's easier to be positive when the results are positive all the time. I'm excited to see how I handle that when I go 0 for 3 games or something. I'm excited to keep working on it. Now. That is a big part of Joey Gallo. He is a streaky hitter. I mean, most hitters are streaky. But these these first few at-bats for spring training have been um, really, really streaky. Um, right now, he has got a 444 average, 500 on base, and a 2.056 OPS. Three home runs and nine at-bats, four hits, um, seven RBI, no stolen bases yet. Um, does have a couple of walks. Um, hold on, where we go? Where we go? Da-da-da-da-da. All right. My gosh, why do they rearrange these so terribly? Okay, three home runs. He does have just one walk, and that was off the lefty. He has two strikeouts um, in nine at-bats and 14 total bases. So he also had a double that was a bloop that probably shouldn't have been a double. It just kind of dropped against um, the San Diego Padres. But he's feeling good, and Chris Woodward was also very positive on um, what he's seeing from Joey Gallo. 
He said, I'm really proud of him. Uh, this is Chris Woodward's words. Um, he's done everything that we talked about all offseason. The real test comes when you struggle and the team struggles. But I believe in him. Uh, man, I believe he's in a he's in a really good place. So that is something that's definitely um, a, a, something to keep your eye on. Also, it's just fun to keep your eye on Joey Gallo home runs in general because they're fun to watch. That's just what they are. I mean, every Joey Gallo home run is a monster shot, and it's a lot of fun to see. So, I mean, if nothing else, then keep your eye on that. Uh, something that's important that I've seen from Chris Davis's at-bats is they have not been good. Um the bold prediction that Grant had about him not making the team out of spring training, it's entirely possible. It's not just that he's looked bad. He doesn't have a hit, um, which is fine in his three games, five at-bats so far. Um, he struck out twice. He does have a stolen base. He does have one walk. So that's kind of what we're working with. It's not just that he hasn't gotten a hit. He's kind of looked bad. He had a 3-0 count that he ended up striking out on um, against the White Sox, and he just has looked kind of overmatched, like there's just not much left in him for this season, which would be really tough for the Rangers. I mean, roster-wise, it would be good for them um, because, like I said, there's Willie Calhoun and um, David Dahl both fighting for the left field slash center field spot, which if Willie Cal or if uh, Leody Tavares goes down, then maybe David Dahl sees some more time in center field. I'm not exactly sure about that, especially coming off his injury. Don't know how we feel about that quite yet, but... Delano is definitely a more than serviceable option if David Dahl is not ready to play center field. And even if he is, he's still a more than serviceable option. He's been looking pretty fine in his at-bats so far. But I think you should brace yourself for the possibility that the Rangers had to swallow the entire $16 million of Chris Davis's salary for this year. And I go back to calling him K. Chris Davis. But they need some right-handed pop. I really hope that he can get things together. I hope that just somehow they get everything to work out but you know life doesn't work out that way all the time so brace yourselves it might get messy but the rangers knew that when they were trading for him it was basically just to kind of get off of ellis andrews's contract give him a place to go be happy and getting jonah heim who has looked pretty solid in his few at bats so far in the few games that he's played um here's a few other things that i have looked out for that have been kind of important uh taylor hearn looked pretty solid in his first outing he went two innings walked one struck out one command looked pretty solid struck out a guy on what i believe was a changeup. it was something around 89 according to evan grant not sure how good the gun was there but i think he's sitting in the mid 90s was is great if you want to see him as a starter um i still don't think that starting him in the major leagues will be the move unless he really blows the doors off in spring training. It's going to be kind of tough for him to make the starting rotation. Also, Colby Allard went out there on Saturday, um, pitched a couple of innings, struck out two, allowed one walk, no runs. Uh, Jason Barr had a very tough first uh, outing, had one strikeout, walked two, uh, allowed a couple of runs. Uh, Jarrell Cotton allowed four runs. Three of those were earned, um, only struck out one, no home runs, but just a lot of solid contact um, against the Arizona Diamondbacks, on Saturday. Now, Leody Tavares hasn't looked super great offensively. On Saturday, it was his roughest game so far. He went 0 for 3 with three strikeouts, and now is sitting with a 167 average and a 452 OPS. Now, I don't think his success or failure will be determined on what he does in spring training um, as to if he makes the major leagues. By the way, in case you missed it, the AAA season, which was supposed to start around when MLB opening day 
was starting. Um, I believe I talked about it on the episode with the Astros, but if you skip that, I totally understand because, you know, I don't really feel too great about the Astros. But that episode is solid, so you go back and listen to it. But the AAA season, we pushed back for another month. We'll probably be starting about a month into the Major League season in the beginning of May. So there's going to be an alternate site for the first, I believe, month, maybe a little bit more. Not exactly sure what that's going to look like so far. Now, David Dahl has looked mostly fine. Um, he looks kind of healthy. Um, he just He's getting himself back to playing shape, which is all about what spring training is. He's still recovering from that injury, so not really playing too much of the outfield. He dh on Saturday, um, had one hit and one uh, left on base. OPS about 542, which doesn't really matter. I don't know why I'm even reading this because it's spring training, and unless it's ridiculous, then it's not really worth saying. Um, but Ruben Odor has looked pretty solid at third base. Um, defensively, he hasn't looked overmatched. He hasn't looked like he's loving it. He had a really nice diving stop the other day. Um, right now, he's hitting 286 with a 714 OPS. He had one hit and a pair of RBIs as a double. Um, I believe he also had a triple this week, which is kind of hilarious. That, But if anybody would have would go to leg out a triple in the spring training game the first week, it's Rugnado Dor. And that is a nice sign that his motor is still there because that's something that makes him the player that he is when he's good. He is always hustling. He is absolutely battling for every single thing that he can get, which when he's looked kind of defeated the last couple of years, when he's not having it, he didn't really look as aggressive and not as much like he's trying to take every single advantage that he can. And that is what he needs to do to become a serviceable MLB player, which is kind of what the Rangers are hoping for so far. Uh, Guzman has looked very, very good so far in spring training. He had another home run his second of the season uh, of the spring training, I should say um, on Saturday. Um, It was in the fifth inning, just a, solo shot, but he's looked solid. His OPS is 2.095 so far. His average is 571 on base 667. Pair of home runs, four hits, and seven at-bats. Um, both of those were solo home runs, by the way. His walk numbers have been uh, pretty solid. A pair of walks and one strikeout. Granted, it's only four games, and he's played left field. He didn't look too overmatched. There was one fly ball, um, I believe it was on Wednesday, that uh, was going into the left field foul lines um, where Rugen Odor is playing at third base and Guzman was playing uh, left field, which neither of them are quite comfortable there yet. But that's just kind of what it is, and they both let it drop. But we're going to take a quick break. We come back and talk a little bit more about what we're looking for this week and things that have impressed us. But first, this word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We're covering everything you need to know about the Rangers, but what about the rest of sports? Now, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 
Now, things have been looking pretty solid for Nick Solak so far. I mean, the average is still solid at 300. The power numbers haven't quite been there. We haven't had a home run this spring, but it's only 10 at-bats, so let's give it a bit of a chance. Um, he's looked pretty decent defensively at uh, second base, which is where he's played, I believe, all of his games so far in this spring training. And I'm pretty sure he's just about guaranteed himself the starting second baseman job. That is kind of where we're at. I didn't really think that they would be just straight up guaranteed to him, but that's where we are, and that's okay. Um, I think that's the best move for this team, giving him a solid spot, saying, all right, you're a second baseman now. This is where you're going to be. You'll be fine there. Um, I don't know that he'll be better than Rugen Odor. Rugi has made some uh, impressive improvements there. He still had the occasional laps, but I think Nick Solek will be a fine, serviceable, defensive second baseman. And if you have the incredible, hopefully incredible, defensive shortstop in IKF um, and maybe Guzman at first base, then you can kind of get away with just an okay defender at second base. But we still don't really know what the heck's going to go on um, at third base. Everything is kind of in the air so far. Um, one important thing about shortstop is Davis Wenzel has played a couple of games there so far, actually, I believe. Maybe four game, up to four games at least that I've seen that he's played shortstop. That's not really his strong suit, but if the Rangers believe that he can do that, then it definitely adds a lot of value to him as a bench piece who could be making the major league, making his major league debut. If things go well for him by the end of the season, I don't necessarily see that because he's drafted the same time as Josh Young. Josh Young is a more developed, more polished, and higher ceiling player than him. I still don't really get why they drafted him. They must have really liked him. They must have seen some potential, um, a more defensive potential than Josh Young had. Josh Young, by the way, played shortstop his final year of college. Even though he wasn't a shortstop, it was kind of obvious. But he played it pretty well in college. He's definitely not going to play it well at the major league level, I don't think. I mean, maybe it's possible, but I would not bet on it. Third base is definitely where he seems most likely. And he's looked all right, not super overmatched in the few at-bats that he's been able to have um, at the big league level so far. Um, Josh Young has a uh, perfect batting average. I think he only had the one at-bat, but it was a big one. He was able to come up with an RBI in a late-game situation. Um, just double-checking to see that that was his only at-bat so far. He's been a defensive replacement um, in a few games, um, five games so far. Yeah, still only the one at-bat, uh, one hit, so and one RBI. So a 1,000 average, 1,000 OBP, um, slugging 1,000 with a 2,000 OPS. So right about where Guzman um, and Joey Gallo are, just a little bit below them in just one at-bat. But defensively, he has looked pretty solid there. I wish he would get some more reps um, offensively. But the Rangers are really trying to get Rugen Odor some reps defensively at third base. I think he might be their opening day starting third baseman, which is the weirdest thing to say. Um, I did not expect that at all. I thought that Culberson or just somebody else might get some time. I thought, honestly, Nick Solak at third base made more sense and keeping Rugi at second because that's where Rugi is more comfortable. But they must not like Nick Solak at second base, and they know that eventually they're going to move on from Rugi, I think, unless Rugi just starts absolutely busting out, which I don't necessarily foresee. But that's kind of where we are. Um, Haim has not done super well so far offensively. He's looked fine defensively in that I haven't really noticed him, which is kind of the goal with catchers. Unless they're super elite catchers, you're not really going to notice what they're doing. He's only played in two games, four at-bats, does not have a hit yet. Um, but... 
that's fine. It's a weekend. Like I said, there's not all that much that we can glean so far. Um, but after today, we're going to have a little bit more of a look um, at what's going on, a little bit more information. Um, but there just hasn't been all that much so far that we can even glean from what's going on. Joe Palumbo had a bit of a rough start to his first um, spring training action. He pitched one inning, allowed three runs, including, a, uh, I believe, a three-run home run. He did allow three runs and one home run and struck out one in his first inning this season. Wes Benjamin looked solid in a couple of innings, but there's really not all that much to be gleaned from this, except that Shohei Otani can absolutely mash. And if, if he is anything like what he's been in the first week of spring training, the rest of the AOS is in trouble, and I might need to revise my pick about who's going to win it. Shohei Otani has looked fantastic on the mound. His splitter looks back to where it was. He's touching 100. He had the just absolute deepest moonshot off of Hans Kraus uh, when the Rangers played them on Wednesday. It was a three-run shot. Uh, I felt so – I was so happy for him. Like, all right, you don't have to face uh, Mike Trout because Mike Trout is not going to be out there. But you have to face Shohei Otani. So – or actually, it was a two-run bomb I should qualify – to dead center field over the batter's eye um, in whatever the heck city the Angels play their spring ball. It was majestic. It was glorious. It was a very good at-bat by Shohei Otani. Um, I felt kind of sorry for Kraus for a lot of reasons, just giving up that kind of a bomb. Nobody deserved that. Um, but he got him to an 0-2 count, and then Shohei Otani battled back to a, a full count. Um, and I believe it was a 10-pitch battle, maybe 8. But it was a long, long battle. He tried his slider. He tried his fastball low and away. Otani just kept fouling off and kept fouling off and fouling off. And eventually, he just grooved a fastball right over the heart of the plate. And Shohei Otani said, okay, thank you very much. I'm going to deposit that into the upper stratosphere. And he did just that. So Hans Kraus still got some work to do. Not going to be in the big leagues this year. Um, but I kind of hope he finds his feet. Um Baseball prospectus, like I said uh, earlier when I was doing the prospect episodes, really thought that he's going to be a uh, pen arm, which would be a huge loss for the Rangers. I've been very high on this guy. He's got a lot of potential. Um, if he can get that third pitch to stick around, can be kind of a four-pitch guy, just have a f serviceable fourth pitch, I should have said, instead of third pitch. Um, the slider's still nasty. The fastball is always going to be nasty. Um, but the changeup and kind of the curveball when he manipulates the uh, slider to be a little more loopy. Um, both need a little bit more work, and I think that he is definitely a guy that you want to keep as a starter as long as you can. The Rangers have gotten in trouble before not giving up on guys as um, starters for a little bit too long, like Jose Leclerc was one of those guys. Jonathan Hernandez was one of those guys who was absolutely nasty in the pen. I believe that Hans Kraus has the potential to be, like at the very worst, a just deadly reliever, but as we see... The Rangers can scrounge up deadly relievers much more easily than they can get guys who have the potential to be a nasty uh, starter in the top half of a rotation. I don't think Hans Kraus quite has number one potential. I did think that when he was drafted, but he hasn't quite progressed the way that I hoped. But I still think that he is a starter and the Rangers need to stick with him as a starter as long as they can. But that's going to do it for today's episode. That's kind of all we have to look out for for this first week. Nothing too exciting except for a bunch of Joey Gallo home runs, a couple of Ronald Guzman home runs, um, and Ronald Guzman in the outfield, and Otor at third base. Things have been weird, but that's the first week of spring training. That's just kind of what you get. So I'll be back tomorrow um, with an episode talking about what to look for in week two. 
of spring training, talking about what the Rangers did in their spring training game today, Sunday, as you're listening to this, or tomorrow, as you're listening to this, you'll probably listen to the episode, other episode anyway, but doesn't matter. Baseball is back, got a whole week of action, all kinds of fun, maybe more Joey Gallo home runs to talk about tomorrow. But until next time, don't forget to enjoy baseball.